No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. You know when something's really good? Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. You want to keep it going on for as long as you can. This is true. That's how we feel about Shop Tour Bus. That is how we feel about Shop Tour Bus. We are in love with Shop Tour Bus. They are a Grateful Dead inspired merchandise. uh, Creators. uh, Creators. Purveyors. Purveyors of the online lot and sometimes in person on lot. This is true. these aren't your regular, you know, that you get in the lot with the 13 point bolt with the steely and everything like that. These are like cryptic little things you got to figure out. It's pictures inspired by lyrics that are the dopest thing. There's no words on it. So people have to guess. It always strikes up a conversation. And I'm wearing one of my favorites right now. I have so many of these. They are the most comfortable shirt. They'll keep you feeling awesome in the summertime when you're going and hitting the lot. Which one is that? That is Scarlet Begonias, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay, cool. (laughs) See, I had to guess. And check this out. They have been a sponsor of No Simple Road for going on five years i think or yeah that's more. that's why i started it out that way and we have never met in person until today is the day that wow. we are meeting luke and the roadies for the first time in person Yay. so see Yay. that's what happens grateful dead family's dope they're going to send you an all-over print box with all kinds of extras on the inside some of you are going to get even get a miracle grateful dead bootleg cassette tape bootleg. in your order and you're getting free shipping from our family at shop tour bus when you put in the promo code no, no simple, simple road all one word when you're checking out go to shoptourbus.com and follow them on instagram at shop tour bus and feel groovy dead and company's wrapping up tour this week and you don't have to be sad you know what the grateful dead family is here they're taking care of you they're here in portland at fire on the mountain they're in denver three locations here in portland two locations in denver you can go have a nice meal cooked by your very own grateful dead family in a loving kind and caring way when you're feeling nostalgic for the days gone by when john mayer graced the stage with bob weir and they stood up there and sang you althea or um something else 
thousand trucking again. Sugary. Yeah. Then you don't have to feel sad anymore. You can go over to Fire on the Mountain and have some chicken wings and it'll be great. You can also go to PortlandWings.com and order yourself up some of their buffalo hot sauce, their soon to be famous spicy peanut sauce, lime cilantro sauce, or you can get a three pack and or some merch from Fire on the Mountain. Hook yourself up with some socks. What are you going to say, Apple? The thing I love about them is it's like going to a dead show. They have all your comfort, your regulars and everything, but they make you go outside of your comfort zone and your boundaries by offering up monthly new sauces and specials so they keep it live. This is all truth that Apple just told. Not one piece of bullshit in there. Uh -uh. (laughs) Well done, Apple. So, hey, check it out. Go to PortlandWings.com, like Mel said, and follow them on Instagram at FOTMPDX. Or if you live in Denver, follow them at FOTM Denver. I guess you don't have to, like, live somewhere to follow them. You can follow either. You can follow them anywhere. You, You could live in Colorado or Kansas or wherever the fuck. It doesn't matter. Just go check out fire on the mountain because it's the grateful dead family making you food and it makes you feel good makes your tum tum feel good they even have vegan options man vegetarians because you guys are a bunch of hippies and they have fotm brewing that's right it is that time of year again it's almost like christmas but it's in the summertime and it's when fish tour starts and that's it's really a good time of the year that's how you judge like what goes on in the year yeah oh it's fish tour so yep it's time to party And you know what? Party on. There are a lot of venues back east that those of us out west don't know. And vice versa. Most of us haven't been on tour like you dusty wooks out there. And here's the thing. When you're going to that new venue, you want to know what the hell's going on. You want to know where to sit. You want to know if the the security is going to shake you down. See, even the thought of it makes me stumble my words. Yeah, like at the gorge. And you got nervous just thinking about it. You want to know what the bag policies are. All that stuff that you think about when you're going to a new venue. Well, you want to go to VenueLama.com. I'm going to tell you why. VenueLama. You want to know why? Want to know why? It is where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences. This isn't bots, AI, or a bunch of paid jerk-offs writing (laughs) reviews. This is real people, showgoers like you and me that know about stuff, that went to these venues, that are telling you, so now you got the lowdown and you're not a noob anymore. It's a place where pro showgoers can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue intel with one another. Head over to VenueLama.com today and sign up for your free Llama account and start reviewing venues today. Yeah, reviews. That's the thing. They are in the Llama base. You can upload photos in the Llama gallery and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts to the friend page. Yeah, that's the thing. You want to do this. You want to go to Venue Llama. You absolutely do. Become a Sherpa. And don't forget about Venue Llama on YouTube. They have an incredible YouTube channel that's with right. lots and, of stuff going on. And I, I heard tell that there is a Venue Llama podcast, podcast happening now. Welcome to the podcast what, world, what? Venue Llama. And I heard that there is going to be an Aaron Schaefer interview on the Venue Llama podcast what? as well. What? Mm-hmm. That's a thing that's happening. So there's a, you know, Venue Llama is, going on is not Venue just Lama. a web page. It is a whole universe to teach you, help you, Sherpa you up the mountain, if you will, of the new venue experience and giving you a full live music world to dive into. So go to VenueLlama.com. Sign up today. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. 
Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. It's a, it's the end of something wonderful and different and cool. Like this weekend is the final Dead and Company shows. That's just the way it is. The end of an era. Yeah. Hey, now, no simple road family. Welcome to another episode of Welcome No Simple back. Road. This is Aaron. This is Apple and Mel and, over here and Darwin fresh from his bath mm-hmm. laying on his Looking bed all over there. dapper and everything. He actually changes color when he gets a nice bath. So do he, you dude. So many, <laughs> so much hair came off of him during his bath and then I brush him before his bath and then you brushed him after his bath. I'm convinced that we could have had three more Darwins with those three. Yeah, I, we <laughs> we should make pillows out of that. We or, should. Or make like dolls or say, did you see at the country <laughs> fair? Those, there's like two booths that it looks like it's like dust oh, yeah. bunnies and wool that's yes, wrapped I and they make that. figure. I was thinking that when all that hair was flying, it's like if we collected that hair, we can make little little pets. That'd be stuff. adorable. It's like bound, and it would be adorable. You're adorable. Um, Darwin's like, I want my cut. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, get man. Treats, Dar. This 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 weekend, like right now, today's Friday. The final Dead and Company shows are are going down right now. Like as we, it speak. is a. Uh, it's weird. It really is. Like it was a. I don't know if I believe it though. Like sure, maybe you know John Mayer won't be you know. There yeah, as far as that, but name. it's still gonna go on. So, like, I'm, I don't feel that weird about it. I'm like, okay, it's, it's no, we're gonna see other, yeah, there's gonna be other renditions. And renditions. Not, I, I'm gonna make a prognostication, right? You are not gonna see this big of a no dead and company ish thing again. No, I, I believe it'll be more like we used to, like, further rat dog stuff like that, touring around with members. Yep. Or I could be totally wrong, and next year there's a stadium tour. So, who knows? And nobody knows. But you know what? It it is sad, man. Yeah. In a way, it's bittersweet. I'll say it's. I feel well, like it's time. It? Oh, okay. I feel like it's time. Like this thing has done what it needed to do. You and mean the the whole Dead and Company machine, or just this the, the John Mayer iteration of Dead and Company okay. that like it's now done what it was supposed to do it turned on a whole new generation of deadheads it surely did that it exposed a whole shit ton of people to the music that would have never paid attention to it and it really reinvigorated a lot of um deadheads um businesses businesses and like and new ones the Mm -hmm. new things that have come out that have made tons of cash because of this new inspiration nola yep uh, Nola Dead or Holy Moly Mischief or Thundershout or 
um, online, uh, ceramics. online ceramics, all those guys that are, you know, and more that we don't know bosses of. in the lot. Yeah. And like all that is just, where's it going? Where it, I remember this thought when Jerry passed, cause there was a whole economy that happened that was Around following that. the dead when I was on tour. And that was like, I, I remember the day that Jerry died. Mike Whitaker knocked on my door, my apartment. We were between tours and he was crying and he was like, dude, Jerry died. And he came in and sat down at the little weird table in the budget suites in Vegas. And, uh, ew. the, yeah, you gross. And the <laughs> first thing, <laughs> first thing I said to Mike was what's going to happen to all the deadheads. They survived. And he was like, they're going to go to fish tour. And I, I mean, if that's what happens, great. You know, that's cool. That's what I did. Where was the sleeping dead community pre John Mayer? The sleeping dead community. Like when Jerry passed, a lot of people went to. I'm not even going back that far. I'm saying like. It fanned uh, out. How how long how long has um, Dead and Company been playing? Since 2016. Okay, 16. so from 2014 to two, in the 2000s. Well, we what were, was happening? We then? were seeing further. We were seeing Rat Dog. We were going to Dark Star shows. So we were, they spread out. They figure it out. Like yeah, if, they, if Deadheads are not one thing, but they are revolutionary. They are carry their inspiration in whatever pocket they go in. Some would say it moves them brightly. It moves them brightly, oh, they, and they fanned out, and, and a lot of them settled in places like the Pacific Northwest and all yep. over California. And then when the internet came along and start, you start seeing more and more shops popping up on eBay and online and stuff too. Right, because people to are going to be sad. Going, people will be sad and they're mm. going to want some merch and they're going to want to be around other deadheads. And so other deadheads will uh, pick up that call. But they'll, you're, they'll also, heed that. you're also going to see bands filling the void. Bands like Garcia Birthday Band, Sunstroke Serenaders, Dark Star Orchestra, um, Grateful Shred. Those, yeah. those kind of bands are now going to rise up because the dead community now needs a home. And those, J-Rad's still out right, there. And those local bands are going to become the meeting place for deadheads and, in the community. And they're going to congregate like skull and roses. Yeah, going absolutely. On and carrying that on and getting bigger every year. And it, it, so we went to skull and roses back in April and we had so many episodes in the can when we left that it's taken us pretty much this long to get this content out to so all from of you, April to July to be fair to the people that we had already recorded with to put them out in order to get this content out. So this, what you're going to get today on no simple road, it, it actually is serendipitous being that dead and company is completing their, their run yeah. of shows you know, now. And anytime we've ever done this in the past where we've had to wait, for a long time for something to come out when we end up putting out inevitably it's the best time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It drops at the right moment. It really does. And I feel, yeah, this is exactly that moment. Like it was a huge dream and desire for us to have Bill Walton on the show being that we're from Portland, being that he's a huge deadhead for most of his life. And the fact that we were able to meet and, 
I wouldn't say we talked to him. He talked to us. <laughs> he definitely talked he told to me to us. be quiet. He, he That's is about the, all I got. He's like, hold on, Aaron, come yeah. on. He is the most enthusiastic deadhead <laughs> yeah. that there is. You can't compete with this enthusiasm. He, wait a minute. Bill Walton is the epitome of a headlight on a northbound train. Yes. yes. <laughs> if you didn't know what that meant, look up Bill Walton. Yeah, it's and you'll his see. picture next to that lyric in the Grateful Dead songbook. Um, yeah, this episode is our... Uh, well, Bill Walton talking with us at us, yeah, and also <laughs> our conversation with Latin Dead, the Latin yeah. Dead, man, our new family. Um, so we were joined in these by Dennis, Tammy, and Augie from Tales the, from the Green Room. Thank you from Mount Tam Media. That's right. That is another podcast that is out there doing their thing. They sat down with us and shared these interviews with us, and. uh I have to say that I was with Bill Walton. It was like midday. We're backstage. Bill Mel goes and finds Bill Walton. He comes over. It's time to do our Bill Walton conversation. And uh, I thought, silly me, that we were going to have an interview. <laughs> and that is just not what went down. I don't think Bill Walton does interviews. He does. No, I've seen him do it. He does monologues. He does commentary, <laughs> but not really too many question answer things. And, <laughs> and you know what, man, what a gracious, sweet human being like knew all of our names the next day. Yep. Knew all of the band's names. You'll yep. hear him in this just Peeling off the names of all the people in the bands he was watching. I meet and somebody and they tell me their name and 30 seconds later, I have no fucking clue who they are. He's a special human being. Um, yes. Seeing him and his uh, wife together and how they dance with the fans and and i don't mean literally dance i just mean the way maneuver that, the way that they maneuver in and out and you know like aaron said i went to go find um bill walton we just wanted to make sure that you know we he knew where to come find us and all that and as i was approaching bill there was a you know some fans that kind of like cut me off and 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 went to talk to him but I had seen his wife and I was like, no, I want to ask her permission. I want to get to, I want to talk to her. I'll, I'll leave that alone, you know? And the way that they just take care of each other and the love that he has for her, he just, um, what a special and inspiring couple they are. And, and somebody that's fired up to begin with, th this conversation that you're about to hear is a testimony to the energy of Skull and Roses as well. Oh, yeah. Because you can hear how excited Bill is to be at Skull and Roses. That, that's what I was glad to see, too. Like, meeting him in person and seeing his the stature of him and that his, vo his voice, it, his tallness when he spread his arms out behind us when we took the oh picture my gosh. <laughs> like his arm outreach is like like two three people on each side and his arms are i mean like he could hug the world dude he should have he, he should have played basketball he said, when he was younger he said to me when we were about to take that picture he's like he's like mel stand in front of me you're not gonna block anything <laughs> he did too i remember yeah nobody nobody's gonna block anything standing in front of him and then after that the second half of this episode is like we said our our conversation with latin dead and this is oscar hernandez brendan tacone and um, Pete, well, 
That's right. And then we also had Natalie too, and she had just joined us. Um, she had actually just learned the music 20 minutes 20 before minutes. the performance. So let's do everybody right here. They have, okay. Um, Cause what Latin dead has done on their Instagram has, uh, they started to kind of um, give a little backstory on everybody who's in the Latin dead. So um, Jacob Garcia, he's the, uh, their singer um, and he's an LA native. Um, then we have Renee Camacho on bass, the groove master, and then uh, Natalie Fortez, um, she's going to be joining them um, for the East Coast run. And then there is Pete Nader on the trumpet, who's a Grammy award winning trumpet player. Um, of course, everyone knows um, John K, John Kadlasek. Um, and then, of course, um, Brendan Tacon um, on uh, Tablas and anybody else who wants Grammy to jump on stage award with winner them. Oscar Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah, man. So this is a twofer you're getting this it's week. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. We weren't here on Monday. Everybody. We were recovering from the Oregon country fair and uh, we will have a full breakdown yeah. of what went down at fair on, on Monday coming up. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. We weren't here on Monday. We were here, but we weren't here. <laughs> we were returning. Christ. It was that it's a whole thing. Hey, we're still resting up. Yeah. We really, yeah. You know, life is hard sometimes. I don't want to say no. It, well, of course life is hard sometimes, but really life happens at us. <laughs> you know, I some, think we're making that happen. You know, we, well, we are making it happen because we're making no simple road happen. And, and then we also talk about what happens, right? So we make it happen and then we come back and we plug on, plug in the mics and we talk about what has happened. But sometimes we need it to like ruminate in us for a little bit. We really need it to well, like to and, settle. To figure it out, let it process. <laughs> and also five days camping, also being at a festival, performing, walking 10 plus miles a day. And then coming home and recording was not happening. It was time no. to, for no simple road to go night night. Yeah, yeah. and meeting <laughs> meeting hundreds of people. Yeah, Aaron needs to. Aaron's going to name off every person that he met on Monday. <laughs> First and we last met, name. That's the thing. We met so many people, and everybody was so awesome. Okay, like, you're going to hear more yeah, about that. You'll hear about that on Monday. Monday. But, but when we were at Skull and Roses, I just want to say thank you to the entire Skull and Roses crew for bringing us back for making it possible for no simple road to come back for their third year, second year. I can't Gosh, remember. Now, and now I can't third, remember. It's either third or fourth. Did we do three years of NSR? We did NSR. two. Okay. We did two. I think this was four. This was SNR four. Cause we weren't at the first one. I think right. we were at the second one. Right. Anyway, anyway, but, thank well, you to well, the yeah, team. Yeah. Gosh, you just saw you in real time. You real saw time that, but flaking yeah, out. no, I just wanted to say thank you because um, it was such an incredible time. And one last thing I do want to mention is our sister Jenny, beadwork by Jenny on Instagram. She is doing a book tour for her book, Speaking in Beads, and today was her first um, talk and book signing and stuff like that in San Francisco for the Last Dead Company shows. So if you happen to be in San Francisco and you want to see her slash get one of these incredible, beautiful books, please do so. Follow her on Instagram at Beadwork by Jenny and look her up because you will not regret it. Yeah, this is this is, this is a special amazing thing for our story family. and a 
beautiful human being that has created something really cool. So go check our sister out if you're in San Francisco, like Mel said. Um, yeah, Mel, thank you, like you said, to the whole Skull and Roses team, to Aaron and um, Katie and Dennis McNally and Chris and, and all of you. Thank you so much for being so gracious with Skull and or with no simple road and allowing us back to skull and roses and having us there and treating us like family and making us feel cozy and warm and happy and be part cared of a, for and to be part yeah. of a family reunion that, yep. that backstage was just amazing yeah man so let's get everybody to these couple of interviews let's do the business real quick like we have a couple of calls on the tepid line we're going to do and then we'll get you all to the interview so follow no simple road if you don't already, at No Simple Road on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, go to www.nosimpleroad.com. That's where you can get a tarot reading from Mel. You can get No Simple Road merch. You can find out where we're going to be, and you can listen to back episodes of No Simple Road there as well. It's pretty cool. It's like if No Simple Road had a website, that's where you would go. That's what it is. See? Yeah. It's the No wow. Simple Road website. It's pretty neat. Uh, hey, if you aren't a patron on Patreon, check this out. There's a new feature on patreon now you can sign up on patreon for nothing for no money just to like follow no simple road on patreon without paying anything and you'll get alerts when we post content oh and then you can decide later if you want to become a patron we are putting up a ton of content on patreon and um if you aren't part of that no simple road corner of the universe you're missing out on part of your community and a bunch of content side roads is a whole other show that's going on on patreon we're posting stuff a few times a week up there different articles and things that we're writing pictures there's polls jokes of the week and community engagement happening up there and soon to be videos too one of my favorite things is the side roads with our listeners so like like if you sign up for patreon you know chances are probably going to get around to Corey interviewing you so we get to hear your story i know cody just did one and that'll be coming out soon yep can't wait to hear that yeah so that's patreon man you can sign up for as little as a buck a month and hey man let's just be honest the world <laughs> is a vampire. No, the world costs money. And that's how we pay for stuff around here at No Simple Road. So if you want to help us out, be part of our community, engage with your fellow heads that are part of the No Simple Road family, that's how you do it. It's the best way to do it. Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. And another thing you can do that doesn't cost anything that we ask you to do all the time is go over to Apple Podcasts, hit that five star. That's really easy to do just to be like five stars, but then go above and beyond that and and leave us a little we review a we do not Damn. we did not get Dang, a single one for june, june. nobody likes no simple road in one june? yet so so be that person step up hit that home run knock it out of the park Hold and on. give us a review if you're listening on apple Podcasts right now and you, you haven't and you haven't left a review here's the deal please do us a solid and leave us a july review please i'm begging all right, please, please pretty we please. Begging, begging you. All right, there it is. Mel even sang it too. All right, that's the deal for reviews. Now we have something else. It's called the tepid line. Ooh. It's nine seven one eight zero eight fifteen twenty four. That number again is nine seven one eight zero eight fifteen twenty four. And you know Be what? Be like David. David. Look at here's the deal. I think we're gonna have to change the name from the John B line to yeah. the David from California line. That's the <laughs> truth. I mean, I'm sorry, John B, but <laughs> you 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 brought it all the way up into this point. But David is keeping he's it coming hot. For, he's coming <laughs> for that title. Is definitely coming for that title. Let's. 
Let's see if we can do this. Without How do you know Simple Road? It's Dave from California. Um, I wanted to read you something that I had written a few years ago. And um, what Aaron said about Mel being a badass reminded me about this. And um, it goes for Mel. It goes for my wife. And it goes out to all women. It's called Strength Beyond Femininity. Standing like a superhero at the end of each day, strength and courage lie beyond her femininity. She repels attacks on her every day, physical, mental, and societal. Like a mother bear, she will fiercely protect her family. Turning another page, she will love like no other. Passions spilling over like water dropping from a waterfall. Anger her, though, and you are in for every natural disaster rolled into one. <laughs> That's Happiness lives in her heart, though at times it can be murky. Oh. She hides her fear from the world at times, but she knows it helps shape her, allows her to be her. Mother, wife, daughter, lover, girlfriend, friend, all words to describe not the fairer sex, no, nor the quote-unquote weaker sex. These are the words to describe our warriors, princesses, yeah. doctors, lawyers, astronauts, anything they wish to be, they can and will be. And I thank you for just being you. So thank you, Mel, for the strength that you have. Thank you to all the ladies in the NSR family for the strength and, and, dude. and, uh, and positivity that you bring. Uh, and much love to everybody out there today. I hope everybody in the NSR family and the greater world is having a beautiful, successful, and happy day today. Love you guys. Oh, wow, David! Wow. Okay, Let, let's let's just move. Let's keep going. Keep rolling. Hi, you know Simple Road. It's Dave from California. Um, I wanted to read you something that I had written a few years ago, and um, what Aaron said about. Oh, I screwed up. Hold on. I screwed up. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to keep going. I, yeah. I'm not even going to roll back. I'm going to just do this. I'm going to keep, keep playing these. Hey, NSR fam. Uh, this is David. I'm sure you know my voice already. Uh, calling <laughs> from California, uh, driving these freeways today. Listening to uh, episode number 43, way back in the day. Whoa. And um, throwback. I don't know how you guys do it, uh, but you were speaking to me today, literally. Um, a lot of what you said in that episode centered around um, being yourself, right? being your true and authentic self. And uh, I just have to say that it was um, it was hard to listen to because I don't always feel like I am true to my authentic self. Um, throughout the episode, my, uh, my eyes were, I wasn't full on crying, but definitely full of emotion enough that my eyes were tearing through a lot of that episode. And I'm sure you can hear it in my voice now too. It, it's, uh, you sound great. You know, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> But thank you for opening my eyes, and um, I'm going to try and be more. Aww. I'm going to try and be more me, 
because you you guys reminded me that it's okay to be me. And I needed to hear that. Wow. (laughs) It's not over. Thank you, guys. I love you for what you guys put out there every week. And you really do. It really does feel like you speak to me personally on these episodes. So thank you. I love you guys and uh, look forward to the next episode, whether that's an old one or a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, David. You don't even care what what it is. You always let us off the hook. Um, I love you guys. Love you too, man. And I love the No Simple Road family out there as a whole. Thank you. I'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. All right. First of all, Whatever or whoever told you that you weren't okay or that you needed to be something other than what you really are, they are full of shit and don't believe that shit. You are here for a reason and what you are and who you are is exactly, just exactly perfect and what this world needed. And that that's it. You are allowed to be you unapologetically. As long as you're not being a dick or hurting anybody, be yourself, brother, and don't apologize for it and don't feel bad about it because it's beautiful. There is nobody else on this planet that is you, period. There's one, not nobody else can do what you do, see what you see, think what you think or experience what you experience the way that you do it. It's all you. And so it's beautiful. And that expression of the universe that calls itself David is a wonderful thing. And that goes for everybody else out there, too. Don't apologize for being I, you, man. I just want to say today, you are loved, David, by this crew over here. And I love it when you do this because I want to go listen to this one now. And You said 43. Yeah, it was the view, the from, view the from the skies as, as the, the crow, crow flies. flies. You know, I, uh, we like we were just talking about, we were at fair over the weekend. And somebody, I had spoken to somebody that... Um, knew Ken Kesey and, and some of the pranksters back in the day. And they told me, he said, uh, you know, I figured out after a little while of knowing them what their superpower was. And I was like, what was their superpower? And he said, being wholly, totally, and completely unapologetically themselves. That was the superpower of the Mary pranksters and Ken Kesey. And that energy changed the world. So think about that. Yeah. So that's the tepid line. We got a couple more from David, but I'm going to save them for next week because you you got to save some. Yeah. Well, I just want to say too, on that beautiful poem that you wrote for your wife and for the, every woman out there and thinking of me when you decided to share that, I, I really resonate with it. I really appreciate it. You're right. We definitely keep our, our fears hidden and, and we have lots of love in our heart. And there's there's a lot that goes into being a woman and a mother and a daughter and a lover and all of those things. And somebody um, describing it from the outside um, really shows the beauty of all of it when it doesn't feel so beautiful all the time. So thank you for saying that and 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 having the 
the mind to write that when you did. And I appreciate every single call that you make, David. It's always insightful. It's always sweet. It's always thoughtful. And I'm glad that we're speaking to you from five years ago. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) And, and Hey, you know what? Like that is how you use the tepid line. And David, if I had a thousand, not even a thousand, if I had a hundred, no simple road family members like you, this show would be bigger than, than Joe Rogan. Simple as that. Like people like that in our corner, that's the shit. I'll be happy with just you, David. I'm happy with this right now. I'm serious. David, like, you know what I mean, man. <laughs> I'm I'm happy with this. I like, am too. The art listen, I told, That was a compliment. No, I, I understand that the things need to grow and in five years, six years, no simple road has absolutely grown. But the type of growth matters. And when we find people like you, David, that are willing to participate, um, speak back, give ideas, that means that the show is growing with strong roots and, and doing what it's and supposed to. That's that's what matters. Yep. So thank you, David, again. I just, I just can't wait till we get to meet you in person. Yeah. David, and <laughs> hug it out. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So shit might implode, explode. Nine, seven, one, eight, oh, eight, 15, 24. Be like David. It's all that we have to say about that. Um, that's the business side of no simple road beyond. Tell somebody that you love about the show. We would appreciate it. It means the world to us. If you would share the mycelial network, that is the no simple road family with somebody that you know, love and care about. And, um, yeah, we're going to take you back in time right now. We're going to, we're going to go back in time to April at skull and roses on the beach in Ventura, California backstage with the one and only bill Walton. Are you ready? Yeah, all right. I'm ready. I'm right. ready too. Without I know further Bill ado, Walton's ready. Without further ado, Apple, the No Simple Road Crew gives you Bill, Bill Walton. Walton. We're good here. Yes. Oh. All right. We're sitting here with Bill Walton at Skull and Roses. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let's just start yelling. Never had such a good time in my life before. Where have I been my whole life? Wow. How does the song go? All the things I tried to do but only did halfway. Hey man, today I made it all the way because I made it to Skull and Roses 2023. I came in here sick as sick as can be because I'm always sick of something or somebody but man I am healed I am ready to go and this has just been over the top spectacular beautiful wonderful what a venue what a place what a crowd of people what a family community what support what facilities you name it, on the beach, palm trees, not a cloud in the sky, cool breezes coming in off the ocean, yeah. shakedown streak, you got the <laughs> vendors over here. It's all happening. If you're not here, you have missed the time of your life because we're having that ourselves. Wow. Interview yeah, picture. Thanks, <laughs> what, man, what are we missing? Here's my question. What are we missing? Nothing. 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 We, we need more. Five more. days is not enough. Last year was our first day. 
Last year was our first year. Laurie and I came, and we had no idea what we were getting into. Oh, and we really? had so much fun. And so we said, okay, we're coming back for three days. And so now we're here for three days, and we, made, we already made the commitment. This is our first day. We already made the commitment that next year and forevermore we're coming for oh, five shit. days. What? Hey, wow. You don't, you don't get all the great people that do this. They expand it maybe for a whole week. I don't know, man. But, geez, I mean, the people, the joy, the happiness, everything that I found with the Grateful Dead 56 years ago in wow. 1967 in Los Angeles, it's all right here and even more. Just so many cool people, so many happy people, so much love, so much hope, so much optimism, joy. People believe in, in the future and it is fantastic. But part of the future is that we celebrate today. And oh my gosh, we are celebrating. Okay, who have we come through here today? Yeah. So I'm just looking at the yeah. schedule here. Fortunately, okay, so. Uh, David Gans, we saw him early on. He started it off, and then China Cats, cr incredible. And then High Rider, man, I had never heard never of, heard of him. Never heard of him? Never High Rider. Yeah. And, and, we, and all of a sudden, they come on the stage, and the revolving stage here is just about the <laughs> coolest cool? thing ever. <laughs> and they just, and just I want to be in charge of the button or the knob. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron wants to know where they go. <laughs> Aaron had that question. Where do they go? Where they go? Into a vortex. No, man, they go you, off into the ether. Yeah, and see, right here. I told you. So, like, this beautiful place here, uh, right here on the coast of California, yes, you know, Ventura, but just up the road is Ojai, uh, uh, yep. and uh, Ojai is, a, is the uh, land of the nesting moon, and then you got the lakes up there and the mountains, and just absolutely incredible geographic place here with the ocean right there and the breezes coming off. Well, and we woke up this morning and opened the window. We got here in the middle of the night. We were at the Clipper game in uh, downtown L.A. Right. last night. It's okay. a little different there than here. Yeah, a little that's different. It's a different vibe. <laughs> Not the Clipper game. The Clipper yeah. game was cool as yeah. can be. But, man, to be out here and all the times we come here to ride our bikes. And, and I, I came here in, in the early 80s, I think, when the Grateful Dead first came that's here. That's what I was going to ask early you about. 80s. I was there. And we, we would go to all the shows, you know, uh, growing up in California and, and, and being a deadhead from the time I was 15 years old and first heard him. Uh, whenever there was a show, you were there. I was there. What, what I, did I never, Aaron, hold on a second. Okay. Are you trying to ask a question? No. Are you trying man, to ask it was a train. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, so uh, I never, never in my life did I ever sit at home and say, you know what, I just think I won't go to the show tonight. Really? And I'm so glad that I came to this <laughs> because it has just been so uplifting and so full of healing energy and yeah. so many different things. And one of the things that's remarkable, it's an endless list of remarkable things about this community Here is the artwork and the stickers and the patches and the clothes that people are wearing and the smiles on their faces and the, the painted faces. And then to just to be here all day long and from High Rider, which was a, certainly a, a high note. And I got to meet them backstage, man. It was very cool. Den uh, Nick the drummer and then Blair and Charlie and Eric and that's all that I met. I Midwest guys, I, uh, Midwest, where Indianapolis. They yeah. say, yeah. Yeah. yeah, who would have ever thought? Not huh? me. But man, <laughs> it's just like they were so good. And, and then it just kept coming all the time. And you got a, a forgotten space, which is very, very good. And then Cubensis. Oh, come on. So, man. 
Original. Ed Fletcher turned me on to Ed Fletcher's the drummer, and I, I'm lucky enough to be a prop in one of his bands, the Electric Waste Band. Yeah. And Ed Fletcher turned me on to a guy by the name of Nate Lapointe, who oh, yeah. was the guitar player for Cubensis, and I, I didn't know all this stuff. And so one night I was going to be the prop for the Electric Waste Band. We play every Monday night in Winston's in Ocean Beach in San Diego. And I'm kind of a whiner and a complainer, you, you know. Seem I'm, that I'm, way. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm always, you know, I, when the Grateful Dead were going, I, you know, I would show up with, you know, set lists and notes and venue recommendations and everything. And said, oh, yeah, Bill, this is really great. You know, and then they, they kind of take it and throw it away. And, <laughs> and, and if I ever even got just a little bit of a noodle of the song, I would just consider myself very, very fortunate. And over the time, now that's 56 years now, I don't really care what they play anymore. Right. I don't really care where they play anymore, although this venue here, they can come back here anytime. Uh, but I care that they play it all, and I care how they play. And they're such professionals, and they're such incredible heroes to the world, and the way they come with that shared sense of responsibility and duty and obligation. So here it was. I was there at Winston's in Ocean Beach. We started 8 o'clock on time, we hope. And so here it was that Lori and I come walking in. Lori's my wife, the greatest everything ever. And the song that the, the, the song that Jerry's middle finger just closed oh. down there with uh, oh. "You Are My Shining Star." Yeah. That's good shit, <laughs> oh man. my! Shout tears, out Laura, right? Tears. <laughs> oh, Lori's my shining star. She's my everything, right? And so I come walking in to Winston's, come in the back door, and they're rehearsing. They're rehearsing "Saint of Circumstance." which is a song that I have been requesting for the Electric Waistband forever, right? I mean, I love all the songs because it's, it's not really what the song, what song it is, it's how they play it. And, but, but playing Saint the Circumstances. So they were playing it and I was like, oh my God, I've, all these years, because I started with the Electric Waistband uh, as a fan 33 years ago, maybe, I don't know, 30 plus years ago. And over the years, a fan, and then one day, uh, they needed some help moving some stuff around, so I became a roadie. And then after a lot of years doing that, then one day they said, get up there, Bill. And so I started banging around on some drums up there, and then I became one of the percussionists. And then they gave me a microphone. And then after, well after that, they turned the microphone well, on. I was gonna say, when did they take that back? <laughs> and, so, and so here it was. I walk in Winston's Monday night, eight o'clock start. And they're rehearsing, say, the circumstance in the soundtrack. And I just light up the way I lit up here today. Because when I walked in here today, I'm coming back from one of the journeys I was on. I walk into High Rider, and they're playing Saint of Circumstance, yeah, and they just tore it up, man. And so I'm just like immediately healed at Winston's with the electric waistband, and I walk over and I climb up on the stage and get my little area, and I'm positioned right next to this new guy who I didn't know. And so I start talking to him, and I find out that his name is Nate Lapointe, and he's a guitar player that Ed Fletcher, our drummer, brought with him for the night. And so I'm talking to him and kind of explaining what I like and try to tell him who I am and everything, try to figure out, you know, how it's gonna, all gonna work tonight. And so I start talking about a few songs and Nate LaPointe, who's a big tall guy yeah. in, in a relative sense. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he, he leans into me. He leans right into me, looks dead into my soul, right through my eyes. And he says, Bill, don't worry about a thing. I know all the songs. 
I know all the songs. And he does. And it was, it was the greatest moment of my life. And I said that from the stage that night during the concert. And that was the greatest moment of my life until today when oh, I show wow. up at Skull and Roses 2023. And to be so much life here, so much love, so much peace, so much of everything that I believe in, and to see all my old friends. Beautiful. And I just go right through them. And Ronnie's right there, and Mountain Girl, and Dennis McNally, and Susanna, and uh, Jay Blakesburg, and Bob Mitkins, and just everybody that we know. And then the Dark Star Orchestra, they're playing later tonight. Can't and wait. It's just gonna, <laughs> the whole thing. You know, it's just, and all I the I think stickers. you're more than a prop, Bill. You're more yeah, than much a prop. Yeah, I'm a prop. You're more than a prop. <laughs> I, have to, I have to tell you, uh, Bill. Dennis, Dennis, I'm either a prop or a potted, or potted plant. No, neither. Yeah, people, it's, it's like when I was, you know, playing in the NBA in college. You know, yeah. people knew I was a deadhead, right? And so they, they, they would just come up to me and, and give me stuff, presents and everything. And, or they'd leave it on my doorstep. You know, they slide it under the door room of my dorm at UCLA, you know, on the front porch in Portland there, and then in Cambridge for the Boston Celtics. And it'd be, let your imagination run wild. Okay. You, ne was, you, you never was, hit it, did you, from them? It was everything. From Coach Wooden, she used to hide the Grateful Dead thing from Wooden? No, I invited them all the time. <laughs> right. One of my great failures. We came really close. Okay, that would have been We big. would always ask him to come to the shows, because you see, the Grateful Dead played at UCLA in Pauley Pavilion Pauley, right. every year that we were in college there. They always played in the fall, Saturday night before the season started, so we were all there. It was fantastic. They would use our dressing room. I didn't know them then. I was a fan. Right. I didn't meet them until I went to Oregon. And That's met where them we're in, from. In, uh, you're from Oregon. Yeah, okay, yeah. what's the name of this show? What is this show no anyway? No Simple Road. No Simple Road. That's kind of that's kind of the way my life has been. <laughs> so I was giving a speech the other day, a big corporate presentation to a trade association group that the Industrial Supply Association, they make the stuff that makes the stuff okay. that allows us to live, right? All these industrial supply guys, right? And the sponsor of my presentation was a group called, uh, well, the guy's name, no, the company's name was Norton. And they make grinding wheels and abrasives, which was pretty appropriate to have them be my sponsor okay. that night. So at the reception the night before, I get to say hi to the people and, and talk to them and kind of get a feel for the crowd before I get up there on the stage and talk for however long they let me. And so, <laughs> so this guy comes up, really cool dude, right? Glazed eyes, he's ready to go. And he comes up to me and he goes, Bill, Bill, so many roads, so many roads, Bill. And so the light went on and, oh. I, and, and I had the hook for my speech. And so I went back to my room that night and I put on so many roads repeat. And that just gave me, it gave me everything I needed to come here today. And from the Clipper game last night, the NBA, they didn't win. Their two best players are injured, right. but they gave up a heck of a battle. And that's one of the things about you learn from life in this community with the Grateful Dead is that you do your best and you bring it every single day. Make each day your masterpiece. And with Bill Graham, how we learned that the show's got to keep going on and what no everybody what. has done right here at the Ventura Fairgrounds. Oh my gosh, this is spectacular. Why can't every day be like this? Yeah. So many roads. What's the name of your show again? No Simple, no simple, road. simple road. Yeah, no, I've been on We're that road too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah.
Okay. Yeah, the basketball is, I mean, I, I have a confession to make. I snuck out last night to watch the Warriors and the, uh, uh, the Kings. The yeah. Kings yeah. yeah, no, the Warriors much, are a great as team. As much as I love music, I had to do that. No, well, but the, yeah, Kings, feel better, the Kings have been playing fantastic, yeah. and they had the first two games, but the Warriors won the biggest challenge for the Kings, and they're really good, and I'm happy for them. They're great great incredible fan base how many years did we go to cal expo oh my god and so so american river to sacramento river the the sierra grass valley you name it oh listen to this these guys right here these guys they've got it leftover salmon leftover Leftover salmon salmon. this is my first time with leftover salmon oh wow this is the good shit right here well yeah what do you got is it true there's a story of you you taking larry bird and Kale to a dead show? Did Boy, that you're happen? Young. You're young. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know that, Apple, we did that, man. Uh-oh. No. So they they asked me, this is a good song, man. What's the name of this song? I, I, uh, uh, now, is this Black Peter? High Time. High Time, High yeah. Time. Okay. Whatever. It's kind of like the day. It's all one song. It's one long (laughs) song, and it hasn't stopped playing for 30 years. So Larry and Kevin asked me if they could come with me to the show. And so it turned out the whole team wins. There's 12 guys on the basketball team, and uh, 11 of us went. The only guy that didn't go was Danny Ainge. He he chose not to go, and that was a, a giant mistake on his part. But, I would say so. Yeah. Yes. But, so we had a wonderful time, and most of the guys have been back again over the years, and uh, it's just, it's just fabulous. It's fun. It's incredibly inspirational, incredibly stimulating, incredibly healing, friendly, loving, and it's it's communal. It's people coming together to do something to make the world a better place. Through music, through art, and through community, through their spirit, through your soul, through your mind. And and you come in here, and now they're playing high time. And there's something about taking somebody to their first show, and you took the entire team. Oh, I don't get that. I I bet he's taken lots of people to their first show. Yes, that is. I try not to take people. I, I, I try to take... I try to take people who want to go, who ask me. Yes. If they ask me, I, I, I like to come with Lori and, and, and experience the love of uh, the solitude and, yeah, and, and the privacy and the ability to think and ruminate and meditate and, and then absorb it all and then just take it out and just let it go. Because my goal in life is to be a human forklift and a human solar panel. You know, forklifts, they... They lift things and people up and they put them in a better place. Human solar panels, you absorb all this incredible energy and then you invert it and you send it right back Rate out to so other people back can out. use it. And so uh, this, this, this whole deal to come here and people know my schedule. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my schedule is kind of follows the uh, Grateful Dead, Dead and Company, now Skull and Roses and, I, and I'm right there and now No Simple Road. And so yes, I, uh, there you it's go. just like, come on, no simple road. <laughs> it's where <laughs> dreams become reality. It's where we come to grow. It's where stuff gets done and where the deal goes down. And the there facilities here, the Your opportunities promo. to explore, to, to create, to dream, to build, and to adventure. Adventure to chase 
the unknown. And, you know, coming to these shows is very much like playing basketball. It's very much like drinking tequila, you know. It's, okay. You, you just don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> Especially yes. together. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you talk about yeah. adventure. So, I used, to, so I, I used to go. I used to go, you know, we, we would play, I used to play basketball, and I was in the NBA, and we would have games all over, and then the Grateful Dead, somehow, they'd be playing in the same city. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, and so, right? so in those days, you know, the shows start and end earlier today than they yes. used to, and, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to go to bed <laughs> early. That. You know, I'm a Southern California boy, and we go to bed early because we know that tomorrow is going to be just fantastic again. Now, now uh, we're not we're not going to bed early tonight. No. I mean, Dark Star Orchestra, they don't start till 8. They're going to go all night long, and it's just going to be absolutely fantastic. We'll be under the stars. There's not a cloud in the sky here, and the wind is calming down as the sun is starting to oh. get down to the lower levels, and uh, I'm going to put on a sweatshirt here, and I'm just going to go find a good spot, and it's going to be right there, and that that whole sense of purpose that I have in my life, that I look for in my life, and I, I found that with the Grateful Dead when I was 15. I found it in basketball when I was eight, and the same life lessons apply. And even though I've changed teams, the rosters have changed, the Grateful Dead roster has changed, and but it, it, it's all still the same. From the very beginning, hope, opportunity, and purpose. And then over all these years down no simple roads, down so many roads, pride, loyalty, and gratitude. And that's what I have. And when Dennis, Aww. my hero, Dennis McNally, man, he just, he's there, man. I, oh, he's all over playing, it. What's the yeah. name of this song? Don't run this is the Dire Wolf. Dire, right? dire Wolf. Yeah. I, I am a Dire Wolf. Arr! <laughs> Arr! Thank you, Bill. Bill, thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. No simple road. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Again, the greatest day of my life. Excuse me, Nate LaPointe, but today is... Yeah. <laughs> Keep making that happen. What an honor. These are the good old Dennis, days. Dennis, Mel, Apple, yeah. I'll have a bite, please. Aaron, let's go. Thank you, sir. Okay, yeah. Oh, thank Shine you. On. Heal on. Inspire right. on. Lead on. Yeah, skull and roses on. No simple road. Aww. Yeah. And that, everybody, was our friend. <laughs> Bill Walton, everybody. Yeah. The, 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 wow. the best hype man ever he's for, a for dope anything. Yeah. Like, get him excited, and he's going to promote the hell out of I, it. I and picture him, like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, and it, then I was doing... Yeah, like it just happens. Just shuts yeah. off. And then when he wakes up in the morning, and then I was going, like it doesn't stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you know, like those little, everybody's just seen them by now. It's like a little pin and it says fun meter and it's yes. like empty and full, yeah. right? He's, I imagine, what kind of energy this man must have. He's just, what? there's his fun meter doesn't have like the red area it's or not, the yellow. It's, it's just not green. in between. Yeah. It's all it's green. full throttle and then off. <laughs> full throttle off. All right. So let's, uh, let's switch some gears here. Yeah. We're, we're still backstage. It's going roses. We are still backstage. Mm-hmm. We're hanging gears. out. But we are sitting down with the Latin dead. Yeah. And, and, uh. Our, our new friends from um, Tales from the Green Room from Tam, Mount Tam Media That's right. as well are with us on this Dennis, one. Dennis, Tammy, and... And Augie. Augie, I'm not sure if you were... Your voice was heard, but you were there. He was you, there, yeah. He was, he was, there was hanging in around. Spirit. 
yeah. chilling with us. So, um, yeah, here we go. You guys ready? I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm yeah. ready. Uh, do we need to further ado it? No, they no. know. The Latin Dead's coming up. No. Enjoy we- this and love every moment. Oscar, we're back. We're, we're back. back. I'm here again. After your triumphant performance at Skull and Roses. It's a blast to be here, you know. Um, it's uh, it's kind of cool to you know perform live in front of an audience. and uh, it's a Great band, great musicians. Having fun with this with this project, so looking forward to more. And we're here with Pete. How you doing, Pete? Good. How good. Did, how'd it feel up there? Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. You know this this scene is different. It's it's a different animal than you guys are used to. I'm sure. Totally different. That's kind of what I'm relishing about it. You know, it's very different from the normal, from what we, you know, uh, go through. But um, you know. Like they say, it's spice of life, right? You know. Add Can some you describe touches. your scene, like what you're used to going out there and seeing, versus something like what you just went through, just saw? Well, I mean, look, music is music for me, and it's all it all it's all valid. And the fact that you change the scenery a little bit, you know, um, it's just positive. That's the way I, I see it. I'm trying to. I'm, First and foremost, I'm trying to concentrate on the music, the band, and try to put my heart and soul into it and uh, make sure that that's taken care of and you hope that the audience is with you. Uh, I mean, we're kind of, it's kind of early in the day for us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we, we were hoping it would have been a little later yes. where the audience would have been more, you know, but uh, it is what that. it is. <laughs> so I'm enjoying it nevertheless, you know, I'm sure Pete is as well. Definitely, definitely. But I agree, it would have been nice if we would have played a little later on. Maybe next year, hopefully, if they bring us back, we'll play on the weekend when uh, hopefully there'll be some more people in attendance. But uh, I know a lot of people are watching the live stream and I've already gotten some good comments. So I'm glad that uh, that we were invited. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. it it's after being around this scene of people for over 30 years, It's really great to see them responding to Grateful Dead music played differently. It's it's very interesting to watch. You know, as far as I'm concerned, when you hear this, what we're listening to now, no offense, it's great, I love it, but you can't even begin to compare it to what we're doing. No. But the beautiful thing is, they can still sing along with the lyrics because we haven't changed it that much that it's I mean it's not yeah, different no. but you're still able they're still able to sing along with the lyrics 
and that's a beautiful thing. It makes me feel good that even though we're playing for the first few times for an audience, they're still singing along with us. Yeah, the music is still very much identifiable. It's not a huge departure. And, and you know, that was done purposely because we wanted people to identify the concept you know, as not totally different. And we wanted to respect the legacy of what the music is and what people love all these years about what that concept is with, with the dead. So uh, it was all done on purpose, you know. I mean, I think that was my concept in terms of helping to put it together with Brendan and all the guys in the band. Uh, so it's a beautiful thing when that happens and we just keep, we just hope to keep building, you know, this is the very beginning stages of it. So yes. if we keep building and uh, people, the more they see it, the more they can, you know, feel comfortable and grow into it, you know, with us, along with us as a band, you know. And it's, it's not always immediately accepted, right? I mean, that's, that's a, a bit of a challenge. Well, I that's think. always, yeah. you know, part of when you do something different. So uh, initially people, you know, it's like when you hear a song, right? And you go, uh, and then after you've heard it a bunch of times, you find yourself, wow, I really like the song. I love it. You know, the concept of what it's about and, and uh, it grows on you and you realize how, how much you like about that song, you know? So it's, it's kind of very similar, you know? Has it, has it been a challenge for, for the two of you to adapt the way that you play to this songbook no not at all and i just want to congratulate oscar again and the, the other arrangers for doing their arrangements in a way where again the music is still identifiable absolutely but it's it's still very unique as well you know and we we have our own our own road well, which, <laughs> we, we wanted to respect the legacy of what our music is as well so we'd also like to invite Margot Ray, who you yeah. heard. Hi, guys. We were, we were waiting for that. So Margot, as you heard, you know, she's an excellent, great vocalist. I've had the pleasure of working with her on many different occasions. I produced one of her last albums. We just did a great event uh, with uh, Michael Feinstein at the uh, Arboretum in, in uh, Pasadena with the Symphony Orchestra. So happy to have her on board. Came at the last minute, just because yeah. uh, three three day call because our vocalist had an issue with whatever and she couldn't make traveling. But you know, true professional. Welcome, that she Margo. Is, you know, right on. It was it was an honor. I didn't know anything about this world. Of course, it was in the periphery. I know all about the Grateful Dead. I know the fans, the devotees, everything. But it was so fabulous to dive into this just like with no net <laughs> i'm mixing my metaphors you know like and and singing these songs it was great and i the, the arrangements just really helped everything get real sticky like it stuck no your stuck your presence is powerful it was powerful yeah. today I, I i did not know that you were not with the band but no. uh, uh we may never experience this collaboration that we had today with john Kay and you and, you know this group of people so it might have been a special what we were watching might have been really special no. hopefully it's going to continue you know what i you mean you know what no doubt and that's a great point sometimes what you're performing you don't know when it's going to happen again you know in terms of the yes. exact people uh, the exact the people. dynamics yes so I, i'm one of you know appreciating the moment and um you know in a way it's kind of 
mean, I hate to make it like a bigger thing than what it is, but historic in a way. Uh -huh. No, no, it's like uh, like Newport, like Newport, uh, or, or or down in uh, with, with uh, when Janice and then played and Jimi Hendrix. All of a sudden, these kids they changed the world. It's just like us hearing Grateful Dead being done like this. You know, it, it, it could turn a page and in this and keep the Grateful Dead thing going. And 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 salsa. I grew up with salsa. You know, with uh, the Johnny Pacheco and everybody, Fania All Stars and all that. Celia. But uh, your presence and everything was beautiful. When you said, "Hey, eyes of the world, baby, wake up," <laughs> yeah. that was beautiful. Well, I mean, uh, just yeah. just to finish the point off, like uh, with my goal, when this came about that she said she was available to do the background vocals, I said, "Well, let's try and get one of your songs in." You know what I mean? Because I wanted Amazing. people to hear her, and and her the magic of, of her as a she's a, well she's yeah. her own artist so the truth is that was an arrangement that i did for her on on uh Angel her recent Lines. recording and uh we we were able to rehearse it 20 minutes before yeah we, yeah you know seriously we, Margo, 20 minutes that's first time i ever sang these songs was 20 minutes like, before the show okay I, with I, the I band the Janice thing to my mind when you were singing by yourself that's what brought it up i go people have not seen this or heard it it's an experience for all of us you know what i mean here Yes, the Angel Eyes is on my album, The Roots of Ray, but other than that, no, I've never sung any of these songs before. I've got to ask you, though. It was an honor to sit next to John and hear him and, oh, he's and a, also Justin, but, you know, just to vibe and listen to that. John is a virtuoso gifted, in his own, gifted right? Gifted musician, yeah. Yeah. Um, so him to play with you guys, it was, you know, I'm sure, a, you know, it's an well, experience for everybody, you know. That I'm really tickled about that because, you know, when you cross paths with other musicians, from you know even another genre another world and you're able to connect and you know what's beautiful about him he's so down to earth yeah. Yeah. and he's so giving and he's he's just as gassed as we are to have him to, for him to be here i mean that's what he expressed to me all the time he said man this shit's amazing so <laughs> it's kind of cool and he was uh totally present in the studio we're trying to get it right and work on all the parts i just told him today i said Dude, how do you remember all of that? Because it's a lot of stuff to print to remember. He knows these songs inside out. He does. But just we're doing it so differently that it's exciting for him, you know? Yeah. I can imagine that <clears throat> for him, after playing it like this all these years, it's something something yeah, right? else, you know? But I, I have to ask you, Margo. Yes. You know, you've seen a lot of crowds in your life, uh -huh. right? And, and this is a very different kind of a scene. Oh yeah! What do, you, what do you think? The enthusiasm and the way they connected with the groove was fabulous. Whether they knew how to salsa dance or not, <laughs> they were just like you can't deny the one. No. You can't deny the percussion and the one and the hula hoops and everybody's got their own vibe. But it was they were so uh, giving. You know, so I can see how dead fans are. And you'll always find family. an aspect present of an audience going like trying to figure it out like you know what is this what what am i listening to i mean obviously I, I, they know what they're listening to but in terms of like connecting with all the aspects of this particular concept yes it's, right it's a stretch let's be honest for a lot of people it's a stretch so although everybody's heard latin music but it's not part of their normal routine we live and breathe this right i've been hearing it since i was a kid uh -huh. so for me it's it's kind of similar the other way around you know talking about the audience i had the pleasure of being out there we all did aaron and i had also the pleasure of interviewing brendan and 
couple of weeks ago and hearing about the work he's put into this, the, I mean, the serious work he's been, and pulling you guys in as part of it, to watch Derek, who just showed up at the table, his father, what was, see what was going on and the emotion that was there. I got photos. I mean, it was, <laughs> the emotion of that success and coming together and his daughter, well, uh, you guys brought that. To, to the, the thing, family, you know, you mentioned Derek and you mentioned Brendan, and the truth is, this is this is Brendan's brainchild. Right. It all happened because of him. The truth of the matter is, and I'm I'm really grateful to him because he because he's a lot younger than you know than us. So I mean, right. he's young. I can say he's young. I'm gonna say a lot. Easy now. now. Easy now. Don't be out yourself. You don't gotta out yourself, Oscar. They're not out. <laughs> so just, just don't out no. others. Don't out others. <laughs> You know, I, I watched as a child the Santana collaboration, you know, when to come up with Latin rock. You know what I mean? And then I, I, I grew up with uh, with the salsa music, the Vanya All-Stars and, and that scene. And then uh, I just put a little timeline together. It took the African drum that was brought to the Caribbean, to Cuba and to the Caribbean. And then it went to New York where it got mixed with big bands in Harlem. And then it, it got across the Midwest where it got mixed with bluegrass and blues and then rock and roll. And then Jerry grabbed it and now you guys are grabbing it. And thank you, man. Yeah. It, it was, wow. it, it brought That's a tear awesome, to, man. here, here. Franklin's Tower being played through a salsa music, man. Thank you. There are a lot of tears today. Here's, here's, the, here's the thing that I don't know if, I mean, you understand people's connection to music. You just said it, you live and breathe this, right? Yeah. This group of people, this is more than music for us. Absolutely. This is this is this is our family, this is our community. This yeah. is this is where we fill our souls and find ourselves. And my wife is Puerto Rican and from the Bronx. And I always wanted her to get the Grateful Dead. I'm doing air quotes for everybody listening. I always wanted her to get the Grateful Dead, and it was it never clicked. You guys brought healing to that for us personally. You connected it for her finally because of the Latin connection, and so it's very powerful what you're doing for this group of people. Well, after we had Brendan on and you, Oscar, I I just th that whole day I was like in tears playing the record over and over and over. I grabbed my my little Latin dead, you know, and I'm driving around the, or dancing around the driveway. And it was something that he's right about. This music brings healing for for this these group of people. But when you start to change it specifically to a culture, now it's bringing healing to that culture in a targeted fashion. And it felt like it was specific to me from the Bronx, Puerto Ricans coming like, and this was something knocking on our door. I didn't go knocking on its door. And then to bring it into this Skull and Roses is very special. It's the only festival of its, of that's like this, that only one band, five days, multiple. So. I feel like something is shifting. It feels like a shift. And, and seeing you up there too was really just such a, seeing 
a mirror up there. <laughs> right. You All know, right. representatives. I'm happy to a representative, the, the, the Miss USA, the Miss Salsa, the, you know what I'm saying? Uh, bringing these two worlds. It was like the mother up there. Yes, honey, bring it in. You know what's amazing, though? Honored to is be invited. That, Thank you. And that's what you just said is beautiful, right? When you think about it, you know, in terms of the effect of the music. And I'll be totally honest, like I always am. That's not really what I'm thinking about when, when I'm, you know, involved in creating the music. I'm thinking about creating a music that comes from a real passionate place of love and respect for the legacy of the music, of trying to create, you know, beauty and putting it together and, you know, and, and trying to help make uh, a really good recording. And, and the one thing I could say, I mean, I really knock on wood is that all the things that I happen to be involved in, I walk away and I listen to them years later, I go like, that just sounds amazing. <laughs> so the truth of the matter is, the byproduct of that is the effect that you have yeah, on you the people said. who are listening yeah. to it. Yeah, because I don't think I went in going thinking, oh, I want to be spiritually healed today. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like to think that that is my mentality, but the reality is I'm thinking I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to enjoy the show, see some incredible musicians. But the impact is what was not expected. And by the same token, cool. I'm not saying I want to go spiritually heal somebody with my music. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, no. If you set, but if you set out to do it, it's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to be authentic to the, to the I, arrangement. Just to tell you all, too, we were, we were, me and Aaron and Mel were out there dancing with our friend Mike, and he turns to us, and we all agree with this. I think the whole crowd does. He goes, I didn't realize how much I needed the Latin dead in my life. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> all right. I, th I think Whoa. we could leave it right there, man. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say one more time, thank you all for what you're doing. You and I, I can't wait to see where it goes. And I'm honored to know you. Well, yeah. you know what? Thank Great you, guys. Uh, it, you know, sometimes this here is the is kind of the lifeblood of what we do. Right. And I, I know. So I, I thank people who meet us halfway and go beyond halfway to express you know, the effect that the music has. And I, and that's what I live by. I, I tell people, it's not about the money. I, I make the money and I spend it. It's about, <laughs> after the shows, I'm there and people are coming up to me going like, oh my God, this is some of the best music I've ever heard. And when you're dealing with good musicians who are on the same page, who have the same agenda, same respect, the same love, the same passion, that's what happens. And that's what it's about for me. When you get that type of reaction, you feel like, wow. You know, it doesn't get better than that. So thank you guys for supporting the music. I got you, man. Yeah, for myself. As they say in Espanol, gracias de corazón por el apoyo. Aquí estamos a la orden. Gracias. Yeah, gracias. Thank you. Yes. Bye, bye guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. The Latin Dead. Yay. Yay. Woo. Make sure to go follow Latin Dead on Instagram and check out their website for their tour information and go buy some of their merch because they do have some of the coolest merch. They have great merch. On the planet. Every, every bit of their merch is just gorgeous. Well, just um, really quickly, they will be, um, the Latin Dead will be at the Brooklyn Bowl in Brooklyn, New York on July 26th. Um, they are going to be at the Brooklyn Bowl in Philadelphia Philly. on July 27th. Um, they're going to be at the Met in Pawtucket, Rhode Island on Jan on July I like that 29th. And then Park City Music Hall, July 30th in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So any of those East Coast shows, go catch them the 26th through the 30th. Get ready to get your salsa, Grateful That's Dead, right. Spinner Groove on. <laughs> Yeah, hear hear it like you've never heard it before, and dance your booty off. And and here's the thing, that like if we could put like a bow on this episode, 
Go to Skull and Roses next year, man. Skull like, and Roses. Simple as that. Go to Skull and Roses. There is a lot happening. If you are a Deadhead or Grateful Dead adjacent fan, this is the spot that you want to be in April next year. And you'll be missing beach. it by the, by then. The, yeah. the tour is going to be over by then. True. You're going to be like, where's my and dead? It, I, I want to do something dead inspired, dead, dead centric. Skull and Roses next April. And Skull and Roses carries that. And I just saw Cody today and he was talking about being at the Gorge, the end of this Dead and Company thing. It still carries that. It, like Grateful Dead shows, Grateful Dead lore is like your grandma and grandpa's house. It's like going to your most comfortable place, being comforted, old smells, nostalgia. Chili body odor and, and pine bud. Yeah. And Skull and Roses carries that same thing that the the whole feel of it, the hollowed grounds that it's on. It's just amazing. You don't want to miss it. Nope. Don't so miss it. Everybody, we will be back on Monday with our recap of the Oregon Country Fair. And uh please don't miss this. This is this was a, we've done a lot of things in our lives. And this is different. And this was very different than anything we've ever done. And each one of us had our own experience. It's it at, huge. At, at, at huge. fair. And yeah, I think, we did. I yeah. think collectively we had a, a, a collective thing that happened for us, but each one of us is going to tell our tale of what happened to us at fair. And uh, Apple has a good story for y'all. And we all, we, we all, all do. do. I, I've noticed all of us like the, this, this week kind of recuperating. I feel like Trey, I find myself just staring off at the tree, like up into the ethers, like collecting memories and making sense of stuff. So having this yeah. much time to kind of, <laughs> right, Bruno <laughs> Fubel. Oh, so yeah, you're going to hear a lot, lots of cool things coming up. Uh, we love you guys. And, uh, Wait, there was supposed to be something new added in at the end. I just did well, while you're thinking of it, while you all of those that are down in San Francisco, San Francisco for these final shows, have the time of your life and call the tepid line. Give us a trip report. We're we're missing out. We want to know about it. Don't you remember when we were at fair? I said there's something. There's at the end of the show when we do safety third. There's something that I was going to say every time from now on. When we were standing there looking at the whiteboard by the kitchen. Yeah. Brought, uh, you don't remember what it was. No. I have a picture of the whiteboard of the kitchen that I can pull up. Um, okay. Maybe we can pull it together or figure it out by, by, yeah. by okay. Monday. Yeah. We'll be back next week on Monday with a recap with more stuff and things. Until then, take care of each other, man. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. And um, love, you know, love yourself. And, and if you're at Dead & Company... Hold some, have a, have a dance for us. Hold, hold somebody's hand and look at them and go, listen to No Simple Road and let's boogie to this Althea that's going to happen for sure at this show. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Peace.
mechanism as well as a fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.